Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, the mother of murdered Irish boxing champion Kevin Sheehy says she's lost all faith in the Irish justice system after the man serving life for her son's murder was transferred to a UK prison to be close to his family. Logan Jackson from Coventry in England was found guilty of murdering Kevin Sheehy in Limerick in the early hours of the 1st of July 2019 and handed a life sentence in 2021. And Mr Sheehy died after he was repeatedly ran over with a jeep. Now, following the conviction um, of Logan Jackson, he successfully applied for a transfer from Ireland to a prison in the UK where he'll serve out the remainder of his sentence. And Kevin Sheehy's mum, Tracy Tully, is with me on the programme here today. Tracy, thank you, first of all, for, for joining us on the show. I know it's it's very difficult, um, but I do appreciate your time. Will you just remind listeners about what happened on that night on July 1st, 2019? My son was out for the Limerick Highland match that day. And, um, you know, it was great hype in the city. You know, it was his first time going to a hurling match to be honest mm. and he had met the players and he was excited so they were out enjoying themselves and he ended up on the way home he, they were heading home in a taxi and there was a few of the lads from his area and clubs they all went to a party so they, they called in on the way home and um, came into contact with this man Logan Jackson now he wasn't in the party he was in the party, but Kevin had no communication with him mm. inside. So when they were coming out, I think they were having a little banter or joke on the way home. And Kevin walked on and was horrific after that. Um, this man murdered, mowed down my son like this wasn't a hit and run. My son was massacred on the streets and what we had to go through... Like then we had to go through a trial. I don't know. At this stage, I'm kind of like, why didn't they just pick him up and take him away there and then? Because the, what we had to go through, it was, um, it, 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 was just, it was horrific, yeah. like, the whole when, trial of it. When, when did you first find out, Tracy, about what happened to Kevin that night? When you got I call? woke up. It was very strange. I had worked the next morning and say so I was checking my... You know, I was following him on Snapchat and mm. stuff like that, and I saw that he was in great company, good company. He was with, uh, he was actually in a a pub where I used to work, um, and I knew the staff, and I knew he was in great company. Like, and so I just started. I knew he was fine, so I just heard a knock at the door, a really loud knock. And I still, at that moment, because he would have been closer to home, I would have, he would have came here, you know. So I just said, Kevin, I'm coming. And then another bang, and it was a friend. And just that there's been an accident. So I had to go to be brought over there. But I didn't know. I, I knew, I just kept saying in the car, is my, son, is, my, is my son dead? And they couldn't tell me there and then. And when I got there, there was no ambulance. It was, there was chaos, everyone was running around screaming and I just could see, it's like it went slow motion, I could see Kevin's dad and he was just grey looking and he just put his hand on my shoulder and he said we lost him he's gone and I was screaming like because there was no ambulance, you know, and I was like where, what, he's not, where's the ambulance, you know, like you can't be gone like and yeah, just like that, like 
and the devastation and the trauma that we as a family have been put through, even our community, like Kevin is a great mm-hmm. loss to the community, like he was an inspiration of a young man. Like. He was such a successful sports star, Tracy, and a lot of oh, people yeah. would have known of him. Yeah, he was what, five, five-time five time boxing champion. champion. Yeah. yeah. And destined every, for great every things. Sport as a, a young lad, like he excelled at. Yeah. So he was amazing, like, you know, and had a lovely, humble attitude and he knew what he wanted. Yeah. We were saying it from the age of 12, he was going to the Olympics. He was like, Mom, I'm going to the Olympics. I said, I know you are. <laughs> and it was starting to come true. Yeah. It was becoming you know, a real it, a real possibility. Yeah. yeah. He, it was starting to come true. Like he was primed and ready for the Olympics. And that's what I'd like to know. Like I was, I was talking to someone yesterday, and I said, well, "I wonder how the decision would have turned then if he had got to bring back a gold medal from the Olympics. Would it be a different situation then okay. on this decision? Because yeah. if we're going to talk about well, Logan Jackson's human go- rights, like I'm horrified that a convicted murderer's human rights." have been pushed before the human rights of my family and uh, and myself, you know, and my son. So the trial got underway in, in um, the trial got underway afterwards and, and Logan Jackson was found guilty of murdering Kevin, handed mm. a life sentence in, in December 2021. How mm. did you feel when you heard that sentence was handed down, Tracy? Um, he showed absolutely no remorse inside in that courtroom. He looked down the whole time. He was allowed to wear a mask. So um, I I remember just being, building myself up to actually, because I wanted to read my victim impact statement that I wrote that it took me a year and a half. And then I used to just, you know, because it helps you just to write, you know, and I used to mm. sit here and write. And like I have done a hard coming up on four years now in my kitchen my life has been just sapped out of me my daughter has lost her mother for nearly two years because I was in a state of trauma and shock and it's it's very hard to explain this level of grief you know and I understand that people don't understand it you know um so it's hard to like you're you're even grieving for the person that you used to be you know so it's a loss of mental issues as well and then having to deal with um, the justice system and it's completely out of my comfort zone like I'm not um, media trained you know so it was very tough You didn't set out to become an activist or a lobbyist you know Tracy and I I, I reared my son right from wrong if Kevin had ever even as a child had ever done you know misbehaved or anything he owned I made him up and it like you know and that's the way it's always been like and he was a very good lad like you know and he was innocent and it could have been anyone son that night now as well I, I believe you know and like our family has been put through hell like my nephew um, we lost both eyes that night like I always said that like you know we lost both eyes that night like Thomas is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder as well like he was the, he was there that night. Yeah, and then there was a YouTube video recently I, I, I watched and it brought me back to the, the 1st of July. It brought me back to the trial. The trial was horrendous. I mean, the evidence that we found out in court even 
we we weren't prepared for. We didn't know anything like you know. Um, and I had a great counselor. I have to say I was very blessed. Um, and he had helped me to see the worst case scenarios, and which I was shocked. And I was like, no, it can never be that bad. But it was, yeah. Tracy, when 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 Logan Jackson was sentenced, he served one year, is that right, of his life sentence in Ireland? I think he was on remand for nearly two. He applied for, and he successfully applied to the justice, um, through the justice system for a transfer from Ireland to a prison in the UK to serve the remainder of his sentence. When you heard about that, when you heard he was, he, the application had first been made, Tracy, how did you feel? I, I, it was the it was the one question. It was the first thing at the end of the trial. Everyone was kind of like there was no celebration. As I said, my son was coming out of that courtroom with me ever, like you know. And um, when we got that news, it it, it it like we had to come back and face Christmas for other. You know, we have kids. You know, and stay strong for them. So it, the trial, we didn't get a chance to actually sit down as a family even and discuss it all together because there was so much happening straight after the trial because we had all been, I was in Dublin for three weeks and like I was away from my granddaughter, my daughter was with me sometimes, my daughter's a teenager. So eight weeks later then, eight weeks later then I was actually starting to kind of come around a bit, I was relaxed, I was at my niece's party with my granddaughter and my daughter and it was the first time there's a photo of me and I can actually see myself and I could, and the haunted look of grief wasn't there, and I I looked relaxed. And that day, I got told that he had successfully he was going like he was, it was done. Like there's a victims charter that has to be abided by, which wasn't um, at all abided by. And I'm not even fully up to date with that. I have a very good friend helping me, Mary Christina Patrick, who's been um amazing, amazing, strong, independent woman, like, and she's very intelligent and she knows all, you know, she's been there, she's been through it herself. So you're kind of learning on, as you're going. You nearly have to become, which is very unfair, a junior solicitor to understand the legal jargon of everything. Yeah. You know, so so you cannot heal from what you don't understand. And that's what I've been trying to say. I don't understand this. I asked the question. I still have not got the answer to the question. That I asked in the beginning, why I'm asking this question? Why to the minister? This is sorry. Is this this Tracy? This is why why the man why, convicted why for your he, son's murder is being transferred back? Yeah, because the question I did ask, how long would he serve in Ireland? And everyone from high higher up people, I all told me not to worry. Ten years, ten years. You've not to worry about for ten years. So obviously. That it was an awful blow for us because I said in my victim impact statement, this man broke the laws of this land, our land, not the land of wherever he chooses to spend the rest okay. of his life. So you feel that the sentence should be served in full here in Ireland? Well, most of it anyway, at least. Okay. Because he. The, 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 I, I wanted to know when he applied for it because if he applied for it while the trial was going ahead, I, don't, I, I, want, I want to know that. 
you, you have questions that you, you want mm-hmm. answered. But, I, I, and when you, like, I never came away from the trial with all the answers. Okay. And you when know, you heard really. this, when you heard the, the Justice Minister um, saying, Tracy, that the Department of Justice have cited the European Convention on Human Rights as the reason for granting the transfer order. Despite, you know, your repeated protests and the fact that yes. you, you protested with your family. And I, and I remember I, I that. I've the minister, I sent that in an email. I've sent him about three emails now that he hasn't even acknowledged. Um, and on all those emails is is the question, why? Why, like, he's on 23-hour lockup at his own request. So if, the, if we're going to talk about human rights here, I feel horrified and disgusted that a convicted murderer of human rights has been put before my son. Do you really feel that, Tracy? I do, yeah, I do. I feel very, I feel gaslighted. I feel um, every, everyone that I, I, that have, I've had to come up against. I feel like I've done 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. That's yeah. <laughs> the honest truth. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to ask you about, um, Kevin's daughter as well. So I just so want to, I want to I had to become a granny four weeks after my son had died, or Nana Tracy as I'm called, <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> and how how is she, Tracy? She's amazing. She's yeah. absolutely she's adorable. She's so many traits like her daddy. She's very strong, and she's curious. She's like a little curious George, and she knows that Nana Tracy is part of Daddy, and you know she loves coming to the graveyard and cleaning it with me. Do you know, mm. she knows daddy's in heaven and that's all she knows. And she asked me a question. Um, she asked me, she said, so if, I was trying to explain to her that I'm Nana Tracy, daddy's mammy. And she said, so were you in heaven too, Nana Tracy? <laughs> you know, so she's at yeah. that. Having the, your, your strong relationship with Kavea, is that... Does that help you with the grieving oh, process, yes. Tracy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a light. I could... I could run a marathon on the days that I have Kivea. Um, sometimes I think I'm so drained afterwards, but it's a good draining. Like I, it's like I'm storing, storing my energy to um, to give it all to her when, I, when I'm with her and yeah. when I see her. And we have a great little connection. She's amazing. Like, and she's great for Cassidy as well, my daughter. She knows great company as well. It brings back tree in the home. You know, it makes it homey again. Yeah. Because there's a huge loss. Like and a, Kevin was like Cassidy's um, steady, like her father. You've you've a lot of questions, Tracy, that you you still want um, answers to, and 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 I know that from from talking to you today. But yeah. if if the Justice Minister or the Department of Justice are listening to you here with us on the show, what's your message to them? This isn't justice. How can they call this justice? This isn't justice. Tracy, I want to thank you for your time on the program yeah, today because nice yeah, thank you I know it's very hard to, to relive what happened but I, I do want to yeah. thank you for your time I think this is my healing journey now as well for me yeah. and I appreciate your time thank you Yeah, it's, it's, just to find people are even texting and still wondering um, how the repatriation process, how this works and as I mentioned you know, in chatting to Tracy there, it's the Department of Justice have cited the European Convention on Human Rights 
as the reason uh, for granting the transfer order. Uh, people wondering about how many times or frequently it happens. I, I don't know the answer to that. We can maybe perhaps try and find out for you from the Department of Justice or if the Justice Minister is listening today, we'll, uh, we'll certainly send in a query. Um, yeah, Tracy Tully there. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.